Today, This American Dice presents Dungeon World, Cousins Edition. Mission to Mount Gloom, Episode 3. Our heroes seem to have awoken the giant ancient protectors of these catacombs under Mount Gloom. Can they escape from these massive marble monstrosities, or will they be smashed to bits? And what further dangers lie in the caverns that seem to be their salvation? Perhaps something far darker waits for them on the other side. All this and more today on This American Dice. Joey, go ahead and roll for Slim. Go ahead and roll a D8. God, I got one. No, but this good? is the damage you're taking, which is good. So yeah, you take six. <laughs> you take... Oh, actually, you did fail this really badly. So you take six damage, and I think you get knocked uh, like farther away from the direction. That's included of, uh, with my armor. Uh, your armor does mitigate that. So whatever your armor is, it does subtract. Okay, so it's five. All right. Okay, all right. Continue my punishment. Yeah, well, so well, one of the bad things is you are now on the other side of this statue from the uh, the area where everybody's trying to escape. So to get to that area, you've got to go through this statue. All right, meanwhile, uh, Herzl, let's do you next. We'll go counterclockwise up this thing. I am, because I'm so short, I'm going to try and, like, slide underneath this thing while I'm running. That sounds also like dexterity. That sounds pretty aggressive. We got this. I have a whole new move. I'm going to do it on my belly like a penguin. Nice. Slide right on (laughs) it. You've sprayed yourself down with lube and you're going (laughs) to slide under this creature. I got ten. Alright, that's pretty pretty good. So you're like, whoa! And yeah, it just goes right over you. Um, Jess, why don't you go ahead and uh, also defy danger. What's your game plan to not get whacked by this thing? I'm going to try to like make a running jump over, like you said, with the car, jumping on the hood and then jumping down. That's also dexterity. Go for it. <laughs> Am I using two die? 2d6 plus your dexterity bonus, yeah. I got 10. 10 is also great. All right, so yeah, you're able to like kind of parkour over this thing's arm as it sweeps over. And then finally, Bard Bard slash Bearded Catwoman. What uh, do you think? Yeah, I'm a cat burglar. I have a quick question. Um, you mentioned before that the, the it's like a tunnel almost with nine foot ceiling, right? So I'm assuming, I'm assuming. You guys, you guys are running <laughs> towards the tunnel. That would. Well, the room we're currently in is like nine. You said super high ceilings, right? Insane. It's like, yeah, it's like ninety or a hundred feet tall. The ceiling. How, how are the acoustics? <laughs> um, if you can really, if you can really belt it out to the cheap seats, they're great. All right. Because you got a lot of room to. Air, kind of I, have a, I have a question now. All right, I'm gonna play um, a tone to try to throw. I'm gonna put my torch out play a tone so that while they're swinging, they don't know exactly where I am and they have a chance to miss. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds like you're doing this through quick thinking, which is intelligence. <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm gonna play the tone real quick so they know what they're gonna hear. It sounds like magic, almost. What the fuck? 
Alright, um, should I roll now? Yeah. Yeah. 2d6 plus your intelligence bonus. Alright, rolled an 8. You rolled an 8. Not bad. Alright, so... Here's the thing you run into, I think. Um, you don't get hit by this, but you and Slim are uh, end up on the other side where this thing kind of like gives up on attempting to hit you before it gets to you. So Slim and Bard Bard the Bard are... Um, they have this giant statue monster in between them and the escape from this chamber. All right. Meanwhile, Dr. Pilkus Goldstein, you're sprinting like crazy towards that, right? Okay, so you're running, you're running, you're running. Only dilemma is it's pretty freaking dark. And uh, I think you run into a slight hiccup. So as you're running, you kind of get to where you think you got to go. Maybe you kind of like hit the back wall and you kind of follow along in the darkness and then find like, okay, this is where I got to go. And you go down this chamber and um, you feel this kind of wet, slimy something. Mm. And it just like the undertow at the beach. It just kind of or like undercurrent or whatever you call it. It just kind of pulls you in and you're like, mm-hmm. And we just don't hear you scream as you're sucked into this some kind of goopy something. Nice. That's maybe super um, stereotypical in a D&D game. What's the game plan, folks? Herzl, Jess, Bard Bard, Slim? Can I light a torch? Yeah, Herzl, you can absolutely light a torch. I am. Dark at the moment because Bardbard put his out. Yeah, I'm lighting a torch. Wait, Matt, it might not be worth you lighting a torch. I'm lighting a torch, dude. I I I think I might have to conjure a weapon to get myself out of the situation. And if you might forget, my weapons are pure flame. Relax, dude. I already did this. So he lights a torch, and um. Yeah, I think you light a torch just in time to see this thing uh, attempt to swat at you again. Ah! All right, I'm I'm penguin diving underneath it again. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna try once again to defy danger by kind of getting out of the way quickly. Go for it. Eleven. Eleven. All right, so you're able to kind of duck and tumble out of the way. The good thing is with his torch being lit everybody can now see what the hell's going on at least enough to know like what this creature is doing and again this creature is like well. 60 feet tall it's huge can I also start running towards this exit as Ab- well? absolutely so you kind of take off your running towards that so you guys have a light source unfortunately that light source is moving away fortunately it's moving away in the direction you need to move away Jess, what are you up to? Am I being swatted at, or is Jake drowning? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know the deal I with was, Jake right now. So at the I moment, was sucked into a large vagina. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna try to follow the light source. And... Okay, you're just gonna try to follow, follow him. Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, I think you can just do that. Cool. I think you're fine. Dope. 
All right. Meanwhile, Bard Bard, what's the game? Oh, Bard Bard and Slim, you guys are on the other side of this creature. So to get past it, you're definitely going to have to make some kind of roll, especially if your game plan is to head in that same direction out of this massive great chamber. Um... Then you want to go first? Yeah, um, I have a question. Would you say this place that we're in is part of, like, the grand history of the known world? Um, well, uh, that sounds like you're rolling a spout lore roll based on, like, your knowledge of what the hell this world is like. (laughs) (laughs) Grand histories of the known world. Oh, wait, bardic lore, yeah. Choose an area of expertise. Grand histories of the known world. When you first encounter an important creature, location, or item... Covered by your bardic lore, you can ask the GM one question about it. The GM will answer truthfully. What's your question, Bard Bard? Is there another way out nearby? Oh, oh. I, don't think, I don't think that relates to the grand history. What it, that it'd be like? It's I'm really, I'm really familiar with history of the Civil War. Okay, well oh, this house existed like, during the Civil War. What's the floor plan? I, I thought maybe the grand history to be like the layout, like it's known the layout. That's um. I'll I'll tell you about this building, which will further push it. You know that um, you there is an ancient legends. um, There is talk of Mount Gloom and the like, the grand castles and fortresses within the mountain, um, and the great weapon, and how there are the there were these huge chambers, and also lots and lots of tunnels. I know that's not super interesting, but I, I. Good info. I I think that's. So I'm going to um, I'm going to run to the since I'm on the other side to the other uh-huh. wall, and just start looking for a tunnel. So you're going to run in the opposite direction of where yeah. Matt and Jet. I'm sorry, where Herzl and Randon and Doctor Pilkus ran. You got to do it. I don't want to run towards the big guy because you know I'm not very fighty worthy. I don't fight. I sink. So I'm okay. going to run, run away from the guy. Look for another tunnel. It's the game plan here. Awesome. Okay, could you... Okay. You're just running? I'm running. <laughs> okay, so you're running and running. You just run in the opposite direction. And again, you get out of the range of this light pretty soon. Yeah. He's running in the opposite direction. Um, you get out of the range of this, and I think that you smack into something, and you're like, oh, fuck. And you smack into this, and what is it? It is the... It, uh, you like almost trip over it. And you feel it, and you're like, wait, this feels like what I'd imagine a giant foot would feel like of another one of these statues. That's shit news right there. Slim, what are you up to? I'm not going to go that way. AFI starts playing. Um, I'm going to go head first and try and make myself get around him but I, I I can't just rely on my dexterity here so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna conjure a weapon of pure flame <laughs> <laughs> all right emulator do it conjure I'm gonna I'm gonna conjure a <laughs> he wants massive... so badly for that to be useful that's my that's my big complaint about this character class is my burning brand so the the coolest thing that you can do requires you to make a roll before you do anything with that 
and oftentimes you fail that roll. So go ahead and roll plus constitution to conjure a weapon of pure flame. I love it. I got an eight. An eight is is good. Okay, so on a seven to nine, choose one. Wait, what? Oh. Um. So on a seven to nine, choose one. So your weapon has one of those tags. Hand, thrown or near, plus one damage, or remove the dangerous tag. What does remove the dangerous tag mean? Dangerous means it could end up hurting you or somebody else that you don't want it to hurt. And then hand. Hand is that it's like a melee weapon. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a thrown. Okay, so you've got like a nunchucks. You've got a you've got a shuriken of fire. Dope. All right, cool. Now what's the game plan? I'm going to try and chuck it at its eyes and slither my way past. Cool. So this sounds like you're trying to make a volley attack. So when you attack, when you take aim and shoot at an enemy at range, roll plus dexterity. You feel okay. like that's what you're doing? <laughs> um, sure. Go for no it. No shot. No shot, dude. Oh, I got a 10! <laughs> nice. All right. Okay, so on a 10 plus, you got a clear shot. Deal your damage. Damage dealt. As an emulator, you do a D8. Okay. I got a 5. You got a 5. He's got a giant stone wang, dude. How much could it have hurt him? Dude, I his eyes. Yeah, he's trying to distract him anyway. He doesn't even really want to damage him. Yeah, I just want to get past it, man. Okay, so yeah, so it honestly seems to have no effect on the thing. You're like, yeah! (laughs) I'm a statue. Yeah, so you throw, you throw, like you whip like a fire. You're like, fireball! I I did not intend to even damage this thing. I just wanted to distract it enough that I could make my way down with my weapon. Players. I see. All right, but it, it's still it's still pretty good. Um, yeah, so you fling that at the thing, and we'll uh, we'll come back to you. Jake, Doctor yeah. Goldstein seems to be drowning, though that doesn't make sense because he's in like a tunnel, and uh, but everything's Whoa. so dark he can't see what's going on. I'm assuming I can't light a torch. Um, you can like kind of barely move. I think that you'd have oh to. Oh my god, dude! Um, you're in a situation where you'd have to like the degree to which you're you would have to struggle to move out of here. I don't even know if you can make a roll to just burst your way out of this. Um, you could maybe try to do something mental, like think about what's going on. I immediately start shitting and pissing as much as I'm vacating my bowels. All right. So you're like, you're pushing and pushing and pushing. Um, but you, is there anything, anything happening other than that? Despite all your, your, um, despite your years as a, licensed and sometimes unlicensed gastroenterologist and you're like I know I shouldn't be pushing that's not necessarily good for the old track there um, but you're you're doing that and you're pushing and you're like oh if I can just shit I can get out of here um, let's see what makes you think that go ahead and roll your intelligence again 
2d6 plus your intelligence bonus. My intelligence is very high. How is that going to get? Oh, you were a He's a doctor. Oh, dude. Four and three plus one is eight. Eight. All right. So, um, one of the things you learn is I'm going to tell you something both useful and interesting, though it won't be super useful. Right. You're like, huh. You know, I've heard that gelatinous cubes often hang out in um, in caverns and caves. I'm inside a gelatinous cube. And they clean out a bunch of stuff. And so that's why some caves look really clean. Maybe I'm in one of those. So that's what kind of goes through your head as you're like, oh, man, make yourself piss, make yourself piss. <laughs> and you're pushing. So I'm not pissing is what you're saying. Um, may, maybe you are, but either way, your prostate is like, your prostate is like, come on, why, why the stress? You're in a clean cube, though, dude. <laughs> no, now, now it's a dirty cube. Well, yeah, well, but hold on, this cube seems to want to take. Oh, this is getting gross. This get turned into porno. This cube wants to take it all and clean it. Up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so yeah, that's what you're like. You're like, uh oh, gelatinous cubes. Okay, that was only one thing. Well, that's the only thing you learned from that. That's the... You oh. got it. Yeah. Um, so I can barely move, and I'm inside a gel- gelatinous cube. Your your movements are like... Again, it's like it's like somebody stuck almost in quicksand at this point. Um, can I eat it? You're like, oh, hold on, I'll eat my way out. I was literally typing that, and I didn't even get it. <laughs> so you're like, let's try to eat my way out, and you start trying to chomp down on this uh, on this goop that you're stuck in. Yep. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Matt, I think Herzl Herzl is the person who's been running towards this, right? And yeah. he has a torch. Yep. Herzl and Brandon. Yeah. So Herzl and Brandon are running towards this thing. Um, make me a defy danger roll based on uh, either wisdom or dexterity. Wisdom is to spot this. Dexterity is to just stop like quick enough. I got, I'll do wisdom with a 10. 10 is pretty damn good. I only got a six and I used wisdom also. Ooh, that's bad. That's a failure technically. Um, right. so, I think, so I think what happens is, uh, well, Matt, do you want to help Brandon? Keep in mind, if you help Brandon, you will expose yourself to danger. Jeez. I mean, I guess I really kind of have to. Go Thank for you. it. All right. yeah. Do you have do you have a bond with Brandon, like a tie or something like that? I don't. I don't. I do. I have a bond with Matt. Well, he's got to have a bond with you. What's Damn my bond you. with you, Jess? I said that I have once guided you before and you owe me for it. <laughs> you count? It's like an IOU the other way. I don't have a bond with him, so what do I got to do? So you just literally roll 2d6, whatever you get. Nine. Nine's pretty good. So you kind of, um, oof. All right. So you're able to, Brandon, like, kind of, like, runs in and gets, like, goes, like, <laughs> against the gelatinous cube and gets started to get sucked in and hurts a lot. Shit. <laughs> Brandon out of, uh, out of the thing. 
but in the process, um, Herzl, you're going to lose something on your person uh, that gets pulled in. Or, and I'm going to put this worse, Brandon's going to lose more. What what is the thing? What is the thing that Herzl loses? Or if Brandon's the one who loses something, what is the thing that Brandon loses? I could choose what Brandon loses. You could choose that either you lose something or that Brandon loses something more. Perfect. I'll lose something. Okay. What is it that you lose? Hey. Uh, I'll lose all my adventuring gear how much is that i have have like six adventuring gear that's awesome yeah so literally like like you pull away and this thing like sucks onto and tears off the pouch of your adventuring gear and it kind of goes into the thing and the two of you flop back and your herzl's holding this torch and you can see that dr pilkis goldstein is like in the fetal position like being theoretically digested by this cube Save me, bastard. Save me, you son of a bitch. And in fact, Dr. Pilkis Goldstein, can you roll a D10? Oh, dude. I can if I can find one. Zero. That's a 10. (laughs) You take 11 damage. Oh, my God, dude. And it it pierces armor in part because it's like almost trying to digest you. Like the gelatinous cube is um, acidic, basically. And you're like, ah, I'm melting. If you could if you could yell, you'd yell, I'm melting. I'm melting. What a world. What a world. But you can't. Almost half dead. So, yeah, it's not great. All right. Meanwhile, my God, Bard Bard, your pores look amazing. (laughs) Wow. Matt, save me. How do I help Jake? Uh, oh, we'll, we'll come back to that in just a moment. Okay. So, meanwhile, Bard Bard and uh, Slim, you guys are running in the opposite direction. Is that the case? I'm not. I, I tried to I do the shuriken in his eyes and tried to make my way towards where they are. All right. So, if you're trying to make your way towards where they are, it seems like you're kind of just trying to hustle through and power through. Could you roll... Uh, 2d6 plus strength. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a four. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> All right. So in that case, <laughs> it grabs you and it lifts you up. And um, there are these like various cages that are almost like these bird cages and you see like skeletons and that kind of stuff. And it just puts you in one of these cages that are like up on the top of the wall, um, bordering this, um, the exit to this chamber that uh, Dr. Pilkis Goldstein and Herzl and Brandon the Ranger went through. Cage in the salamander. Yeah, so he's- Typical. Cage the salamander sounds like a terrible 90s band. All right, meanwhile, Bard Bard, you ran the opposite direction and then you ran into a second one of these statues. Yeah, I'm ready for this. All right. So. I've learned a lot since I've been here, right? mm -hmm. We all have. This is the best. This, we're all, we're all best friends here at uh, Statue Fighting Academy. Yeah. 
so you know I learned I learned some lore about it, which means I probably learned language if I had to guess. Uh, <laughs> I learned that this place is great. Also learned that these statue figures get distracted very easily by music. And then uh, I do still have that book of forgotten language, the forgotten tongue. Sorry. So I, oh my I, God. I think I believe that I'm going to use the uh, my charisma here, and uh, you know, the basic move of sing and char- sing charm and social grace. I think is what's going to have to do. To try to oh, get out of this. Oh hell yeah! I love that. I forgot yeah. about that book. Yep. Could you roll a? It's called a, if I can find the damn thing, a parlay move. When you have leverage on a GM character and manipulate them, uh, just go ahead and, yeah, roll plus charisma. All right. I got a nine. Nine. So on a seven to nine, so, all right, what is it that you're telling them? Because, yeah, you remember, like, wait, I know the secret language of these uh, ancient statues that these ancient statues were almost, like, enchanted with. So I'm going to do my best to sing their lore, like their story. Mm-hmm. Because I, uh, I have the grand histories of the known world. So like you were saying before, like, I know more, like, stories rather than areas, right? You were saying, like, I know about World War II. So they're grand histories. You said no one's been here in a while. So they are a grand history in themselves. So I'm going to sing about them. Um, get their, their, like, you know, try to please them so they like me, you don't attack me. Ooh, so what is it that you can offer these creatures? What is it that you can offer these constructs? And if you need, I'll say you can, if you're like, if you're having a hard time thinking of something, if you read, discern, if you roll discern realities, you can maybe find some more stuff about them. Ooh, okay. Hold on, let me just read closely. Um, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do discern realities. Go for it. So when you closely study a situation, so you're like, you've been paying attention to the social dynamics of these statue monsters. Okay, so I have to roll again, or? So yeah, so go ahead and roll plus wisdom. Okay, so let me check my wisdom. Um, okay. So I got a nine again, <laughs> well, then four to four, and then plus one. All right, so you get to ask one of the discern reality questions. Do you have that in front of you? Let's go with what's here is not what it appears to be. Based on your other one, are you sure you don't want to ask what's useful or valuable to me? All right, let's do that one. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so, um, yeah, so these creatures seem to be some kind of guardians of this chamber and if you're like hey we're gonna be out of here and gone and we don't even want to stick around for this uh maybe they will let you go and they won't bother you so i uh so i still have to sing my song so the song sure. the song i'll have to sing well i guess will be about uh us not staying us just on our own journey not involving this area mm-hmm um, right? Because they're only guarding this area. I can tell them we're leaving, basically, right? Sure. In their language. And then I, I should sing this now, right? Absolutely. All right, I got to sing. Chocolate blue, Zapadidu, 
da la vista foto no más. There's a tear that's the tear comes out of the statue. And that's a, that's it. And there's um yeah, there's a tear that comes out of the statue's eye, and it um it just kind of goes back to the wall and stands there as a statue. And the other statue, just for the shit of it, grabs Slim out of the cage and like puts him back down. Fire. Um, uh, but yeah, so you guys are you can like kind of like head that way, though it's very dark, and um. And that was beautiful, by the way. I heard everything. <laughs> and so you, um, you guys are at the the base of this, not the base of the entrance to this tunnel, where you can see that other folks have like a torch, and there you can head that way. Meanwhile. Herzl and uh, oh my god, more skin treatment going on. My god, that skin's gonna be beautiful. You'll be able to eat off that face. Herzl and Brandon are in this thing. They've just escaped from this gelatinous cube, but they see that Dr. Pocus Goldstein is within its clutches still. And uh, you do, uh, it's it's crazy. He's in like the fetal position, he seems almost helpless by comparison. Wait, I haven't eaten any of it. Um, you know, let's let's see if we can have you do this. So, here's the deal: it would be really, really tough for you to eat your way out of this thing, but I think you can try to do that. So let's have you um, do a powering through. So that's plus strength, but uh. With a no, plus you know, nine modifier. You know, here's what I have you do: do a enduring this. So roll plus Constitution, and this is just your your ability to deal with this and not take further damage. Can Frederico help him eat out of the cube? Let's have, let's have him do this before we bring Frederico in. Constitution is here. All right, I have a sixteen Constitution, so I get a plus two. What uh, what am I rolling here? Two D sixers. Plus two, yeah. Oh, I did it. What'd I you got a uh, nine. Got a nine. All right. So, um, ooh, so yeah, you feel you feel this stuff again. It's like acidic and it's hurting your skin. Um, it doesn't do any further damage to you, but oh, it like scars your skin really badly. And at least for a while, you're gonna take a you're gonna take the the penalty scarred, which means you have a minus one charisma. As you're okay. like, oh no, I've been burned by gelatinous cube juice. I already had a minus one. Oh no, I have a zero charisma, so now I have a minus one. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> All right. So Herzl and Brandon, this thing is blocking your way to get out of here. And um, you look back at this tunnel and you go, um, we're not far enough into this tunnel to be past the point of the reach of those statues. Like, if those statues keep coming after us, they'll be able to reach in here and just fucking pluck us out. Save me. How do you kill jelly? How do you kill jelly? <laughs> Peanut butter. Burn Peanut jelly. butter is an option. Burn that shit. I don't have flames. That's jelly. Well, you guys have tor- a torch, at least. Can I burn it? Can I set flame using my adventure gear? 
Petroleum is highly flammable, also. It sounds like you're trying to. You might. That sounds like you're trying to discern realities, or is this? Are you like I remember when I learned in school how to destroy a gelatinous cube? <laughs> I can burn it. What? <laughs> you're not in there. No, I'm with you guys. No, you're not. No, you're, not. you're on. Your your Bard Bard and Slim are on their way. I forgot about me then. Good luck. Should I burn it, Matt? Should I burn the jelly? Why don't you just stick your arm inside of it and grab it? That's what happened to him. Kali Mod's jelly heart out. Yeah. (laughs) Remember, like he said, uh, like quicksand or some shit? Burn that shit. I'll hold on to your leg or your, like... Not good, man. I'll hold on to your back and we'll... Pull them out together like that. You can try to pull. You can try to pull Doctor Pocus Goldstein out of there if you want. I can only. Or are you trying to? I can't get you out of that jelly. Well, I wanted to destroy the jelly, but if it's going to destroy Jake, I guess we should try to pull him out. If you never, are you trying to discern realities where you're like examining this thing and like what might hurt this thing? Matt, what do you? Oh my god! I just grabbed him. I grabbed him out. All right, so. Okay, so you're defending him. So go ahead and roll plus constitution. Seven. On a seven to nine, you get to hold one. So your options are redirect an attack from the thing you defend to yourself, have the attack's effect or damage, open up the attacker to an ally, giving that ally plus one forward, or deal damage. I would suggest you have the attack tax effect and like pull him out of there done all right so you you pull him out it could suck him back in so he's like like you've pulled out like most of him and he's like oh fuck uh pilkes goldstein <laughs> he says his name like a pokemon <laughs> <laughs> so dr pilkes i'm out have to uh you're gonna have to pull yourself out of this jelly, um, in order to um, not get sucked back in. So, do I have? Make sure, you don't get sucked back in there. Do I have my hammer? I mean, you do, but uh, yeah. Are you trying to just power through it, like swatting at this thing? Are you trying to just muscle your way out? Are you just trying to like stand hammer. like a tough dude? Well, what are my options here? I mean, can I? How would I get out? At the moment, I'm imagining like part of your body is out and you have to just pull the rest of yourself out. So strength makes the most sense. All right. That's what I attempt to do. Awesome. So go ahead and power through. Roll 2d6 plus your strength bonus. Uh, 8 plus 2 is 10. Cool. So, yeah, you're like, and you've pulled yourself out. And you're covered in goop and like sores and blisters all over your face, like you got the world's worst uh, uh, chemical peel at a shitty uh, spa. Herzl like, uh, uh, shrieking at the sight of him. Yeah. Can I? Uh, can I attempt to? Like, oh my god! I wish you were a spider. <laughs> can I attempt to light the cube on fire with my torch? Well, let's get back to what uh, Brandon was doing. Let's get back to what Jess was doing. So, Jess. You were trying to figure out what's what's my game plan here. Well, I think that now um, Goldstein is out. I can light it on fire with a torch. <laughs> Do 
useful? Or do you want to just go for it? I'm going to light it on fire with a torch. All right, so you're just going to try to attack this thing with a torch. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think that that's... Let's say that's a hack and slash that you can do with this torch, and we'll see if that helps. Do I lose an adventure gear for that? Um, Sure, that sounds good. I got eight. An eight. You jam the torch in there, and you're like, ha, take that. Torch just goes out. <laughs> so you're like, take that, and it, and it maybe shudders for a second, and the torch just goes out. And in fact, like when you try to make sure that your hand doesn't go into it, the torch gets sucked into the center of the thing. And uh, yeah, you can tell it's like now starting to dissolve that. Can I hammer this thing or what? Sure, go for it. I'm going to lose my fucking hammer, dude. All right, I'm going for it. Idiot. Idiot. I'm going for it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Four plus one is five, plus two is seven. Oh, I, I just made it. That's pretty good. I can't right. wait for you to play the rest of this game without your hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got go a seven. Ahead, go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, 1d10. 8. Plus 1d4. 4. I'm rolling great today. Plus 1. So 13. 13. This is one tough gelatinous cube. Yeah, so you're like, alright. And here's the problem. You swing the hammer into it, and it shudders a bunch, and it's wiggling terribly. And in that wiggling and shuddering, it sucks you right the <laughs> fuck back in. <laughs> oh, dude. You're dead. Go roll a D10. Fuck. What? Go ahead and roll a D10. Fuck. You're dead, you idiot. No, I have a good amount of health left. Thank God I healed myself. Four. Oh. Oh, so it does five more damage to you as it sucks you in, and you're oh. like, ow! <laughs> Get me out! Cube! And yeah, and you're, he's stuck back in the cube. And yeah, just pull, it just sucked, the minute he hit the thing, it just sucked him right back in. Does the cube count as an animal I could talk to? <laughs> I don't think it has the ability to talk. It's just a weird jelly cube that moves around. Is the gigantic statue not murdering us at this point? Like, what That's a great point. So we've got Bard, Bard, the Bard, and Slim, and they're heading this way. I thought Slim okay. was in a cage above the fucking thing, too. It, I think the thing let him out. What well, I said. My singing freedom. You know, uh, so, yeah. So you're uh, singing yeah. it. Actually, yeah, his his singing did free him. So actually, no, those things aren't coming after you anymore. And now Bard, Bard, and Slim are there. So if one of y'all wants to help the situation, I don't know what I can do. <laughs> Pull me out. Sing to it. You can't put out a <laughs> All right. So Joe, Joey, can you say that again? Sorry. Slim, what's your deal? You cannot put out these flames. Go for it. <laughs> I'm going to... You're going to burn me to death, you idiot. Wait, wait, wait. Does this thing have a mind? Does this thing have a mind? Again, unfortunately, I think it's just a big, nasty jelly cube. All right, well, then I'm bending a flame to my will. I'm going to okay. force this thing to oblivion. So go ahead and somebody use a uh, another adventuring gear to light up a torch. 
Can I, um... Oh, yeah. Can you guys do that? So well, he has a flame to bend, because at the moment you guys are in total darkness, technically, and you don't know what the fuck's going on. I have an adventure kit, but, um... I'm, can I use my arcane art? It says the next time someone successfully assists the target with aid, they get plus two instead of plus one. Say that again. I'm sorry. It says um, the next time someone successfully assists the target with aid, they get plus two instead of plus one. For arcane art, it's the uh, the fourth bullet. Cool. So yeah. So I, go ahead and go ahead and roll uh, plus charisma. And I also get the plus one because I have a bond with uh, Slim. The, the bonds only help for, like, when you're helping boost a roll oh. that he's making. Okay, okay, okay. So in advance, the good thing is in advance, you probably actually have a better bonus than just the plus one. So three and a four, a seven, and then I have two charisma, so nine. Nine. Cool. So, yeah, so you, on a seven to nine, your spell still works, but you draw unwanted attention or... Your magic reverberates to other targets, affecting them as well. So the next time someone successfully assists the target with aid, uh, why don't you uh, actually? It's weird. Can I not do that then? Here, how about this? Since that that roll was pretty good, what if you're instead uh, just attacking this cube? Okay, with the four damage, four to damage. Yeah. Okay, got the roll of plus D four. Yeah, so go ahead and roll it. Well, roll a uh, yeah, roll it. You roll a D four. All right, so I got plus two. Cool. Damage, and I got roll D six, right? Because I'm attacking it. Uh, let's just have you roll the D four. Okay. All right, so two. Two. All right, awesome. The bare minimum you need. So you attack this thing somehow, and um, I have a rapier. It's just wiggly enough where um, the stuff splashes on you. Go ahead and roll 2d10 and tell me the lower the lower of the two. All right, 2d10. I got a three and a two. So a two. All right, so you take two damage. It's armor piercing. So just you take two damage as this like acidic gunk like splashes on you. Um, but the thing just kind of, it loses its integrity for some reason. It's like, it's held together by like some kind of weird goopy mesh and enough physical trauma to it makes it not able to do this. And it just kind of like splurshes down and it turns into like, like nasty runny jello that, uh, Dr. Pocus Goldstein's able to work himself out of again. And you guys are able to get through if you need. Idiot. I'm out of there. This uh, this gelatinous cube has kind of insubstantiated. It literally looks like melted jello that kind of splooges down. Uh, Dr. Pilkus Goldstein, who got sucked up into the thing again, is like, and he's covered in cube spooge. And um, yeah, you're in this tunnel. And um, who has any light at all because people have like been shoving tor lit torches into this thing. Okay. So Bard Bard has a torch. Yeah. I'm going to use a torch. Cool. So use it. You're using a torch. So we got some light and, um, I still have my torch too. Uh, do you, I didn't stick it inside the jelly. That was Jess. <laughs> true enough. True enough. You do. All right. So you guys have torches. 
And um, yeah, you can see that there are all these um, all these runes and glyphs and that kind of stuff on the walls. And this is a long ass tunnel. This is the kind of tunnel that like you're walking down and walking down and walking down for a while. Okay. Frederico, go scout. <laughs> Frederico, go scout. Okay, cool. So it sounds like you're trying to discern the realities of what's going on around you. Yeah, why is this tunnel so long? What's the deal with this fucking tunnel? <laughs> All right, so uh, Jessica, go ahead and roll plus wisdom. So roll 2d6 plus your wisdom bonus. I got nine. You got a nine. All right. So you get one of those questions. Do you have that list in front of you? Yes. Awesome. You guys uh, are great. Well, the I other game, the other game I'm playing, there's always somebody who's like, I don't have anything in front of me. I'm sitting out here on the porch and I'm um, drunk as shit. And also I'm trying to wash dishes in the middle of the game. <laughs> so everything's making a crazy amount of noise. And in the middle of this, my girlfriend's like, what the fuck are you doing out in? Yeah. Jesus. So I want to know what should I be on the lookout for? How <laughs> much wood could a woodchuck chuck? Ask if, him that. If yeah. only a woodchuck could chuck wood. Um, yeah, so you fly around and um, Frederico gets back and there's definitely a trap up ahead. That's the big thing. It's like straight up. Even Frederico knows like, oh, there's a trap up there. And Before we do anything... I'm using a health potion. I have one left, and I'm using it. All right, go for it. So Dr. Pilkist pours a health potion down his throat. I I have. Um, if we're healing, I can attempt to heal myself real quick. All right, Bard, Bard is attempting to heal himself. That's poetry, right? All right? Hold on. Okay, so I'm going to roll two d6s mm -hmm. and add my charisma. So one d6, I got a four and a three. Wow. Nice. This I gotta refresh this app because I feel like I got that a lot. So that's a nine. So cool. I um, the spell still works, but draw unwanted attention or your magic reverberates to other targets. Ooh, okay. All right, guys. Nice. All right. So yeah, while you're doing this, I'll heal. I'll roll you my hear, heel. you hear a noise that's like, oh no. So it sounds like, oh no, but like a horny Tim Curry said it. I like that. Okay. I rolled my two heels. If everyone's curious, I rolled a two, I rolled a one and a five. So I okay. Cool. All right. So you're healing 1d6. Meanwhile, when Frederico and Brandon are like, there's a trap up there. Herzl, you said you were going to hop into this? I can disable the trap or try to. Go for it. Uh, roll plus dex on it. Okay, hang on. Nine. Nine is pretty good. What what can you do with that? I can. I could disable the trap with that. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, roll a 1d6. One. Could you roll it again? I'm sorry. Five. 
Okay, so there is just straight up a bomb that's set to go off in here. <laughs> so like, there's like a like a pressure sensor kind of a thing um, that's pretty huge. That if anybody walks on this, there's just straight up a bomb that's going to go off. Um, so you can disable this, and uh, yeah, you do. You figure out like, oh, actually, here's the fuse, and you pull it out, and you're like, oh, shit. I pulled the plug out of it, like. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, it's plugged in, unplugged. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. Unplug the damn thing. Yeah, so you unplug the bomb, and you're like, all right, <laughs> never mind. Anyway, go ahead, everybody. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you guys go ahead. And everybody's everybody's good. So you end up. Um, in this room that has um, these regular sized statues. So you get to the end of this corridor that's super long and you end up in this room with all these regular sized statues and these regular sized statues, unlike before are statues of skeletons with those same kind of moth wings. And, um, uh, yeah, there's, fuck it, nine of the statues and there's like a big tube um, and in front of the tube there's like a crystal ball. So almost imagine on the side of the, almost imagine there's nine of these statues. You've got those kind of around the room. You go into this room. In the center of the room there's this crystal ball and it's uh, it's floating in midair. It's very dramatic, and it's glowing. Or no, it's not glowing. It's dormant. It's just it's floating there. And um, there's like a tube. Almost imagine like a uh, like a tunnel that like you can crawl through if you got on like all fours. And uh, this is the scene that you find before yourselves. What do you guys do? Um. So I'm assuming this is still part of Grand Histories of the Known World, right? I'm assuming. I don't know if this is known. Okay, that was. I had a feeling that might be the case. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'll take a step back real quick then. Well, but you could ask yourself, what do I know about these kind of crystals in this kind of situation? And you could do a spout lore move. A what? What kind of move? Sorry. A spout lore move. Uh. It would okay. be rolling intelligence and basically being like, wait a minute, I remember reading somewhere, possibly including in the things that are connected to my bardic knowledge, mm-hmm. um, that this is actually this. Okay, so let's do that. Cool. So go ahead and roll 2d6 plus your intelligence score. Which is a solid zero. Bard Bard is stupid. We got a five and a five, so a ten. That's pretty fucking good, Bard Bard. <laughs> You're like, I'm dumb. I don't know anything except that this was created 9,000 years ago by these people. Yeah, you literally are like, I don't know anything. I'm dumb. Except, and you go on a rant. Um, Yeah, so you're looking at this and you're realizing the people who lived on Mount Gloom who are called the... Oh, I have to make this up. The Gloomies. The Gloomies. (laughs) The, 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 The Gloomarians. The Gloomarians who lived up here, the Gloomies, as we call them. Um, yeah, the Gloomarians were uh, a people who had a very, like, strong connection to their god of death. Their god of death who was called? George. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. I like that. He was called for sure. Or hey. Yeah. So, yeah. Or was their god uh, that they worshipped, and they were like obsessed with death, and that's uh, why there's so many spooky things. And if you remember, as you passed through that chain, that uh, long corridor, a lot of the things were like skeletons and death and all kinds of stuff. And they um, clearly had worshipped basically their god of death, Jorge. And um, they, um, this seems to be some kind of crystal that um, serves to feed um, uh, like activate oh no you wouldn't know that Um, fuck it I already said it why not so this seems to be some kind of crystal that might feed or activate or be related to a ritual that involves like something with the god of death we definitely have to kill these skeletons, guys, to activate this crystal. I played Nazi zombies in Call of Duty. This is how things work. Oh my god! <laughs> I vote that Jake just smashes these statues before she kill these skeletons. Activate that. I was say that before. Before anything went down. You're That's you're bad news. You're a doctor for what? If you can't do this, give me the old anal probe, dude. I will say, Doctor Goldstein, you see a tube. And you know how to deal with a t- you know how to deal with a tube. You got to get in there. That whatever that noise is is interesting. I like this. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds like you're, it sounds like you're jerking off, but that you're like jerking what? off with a sack of mud. That's a good oh. There we go. There he is. Yeah. Whoops. All right. Uh... Smash or go to the fallopian tubes. Your choice. Yeah, I go for the old hammer time. Perfect. Hammer, don't hurt him. But well, what? Are, what? What's the game plan here? Smash him. You're gonna smash this crystal. Crystal? No. Uh, wait. Where? What's the tube connected to? Do I know? Uh, you don't know where the tube goes. I blow into it. <laughs> you blow. You blow into it, and you hear. I blow back, dude. <laughs> uh, that was the point of that. <laughs> I, I hammer one of the skeletons with my with my hammer. There's no, there's no skeletons. There's Uh-oh. statues. There's, uh, <laughs> he's got a point. You've got a point. There's skeleton statues. You're right. There's statues of like skeletons. All right, you smash one of these motherfuckers. Yeah. Um. Um, I think you just hear like, yes. So did anything happen to it or? Nope, not a thing. All right, well that's all I can do. I don't think flames are gonna do anything, guys. Can I figure anything out about this crystal or this? Are you trying to? Uh, what? How are you? How are you trying to figure stuff out? Um. I don't know, man. What are my options? A lot of options. I mean, you can be like, I'm examining the crystal closely. I'm looking at it. I'm running my hands over it. You could be like, do I remember anything about school from a crystal perspective? Yeah, I I fondle the fallopian tube. (laughs) 
All right, and so uh, see if I know anything about it. On this tube and like look at this crystal. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead and roll plus wisdom as you examine and discern realities. My wisdom's real low. One negative one. Good. Hopefully you'll fail and then will just eat you. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> get? I got a two. <laughs> you got a two? Yeah. Oh, no. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Back in the uh, queue. Yeah, so you smashed one of these skeletons and it didn't do anything, but the eight remaining skeleton statues, like come to life suddenly and uh, you hear like no 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 oh. which is gross and you're like Ugh. but yeah these remaining skeleton statues come to life and there's eight of them and they're not 60 feet tall but they're all at least like eight or nine feet tall which is still pretty enormous and these things are these stone skeletons coming toward everybody so they're gonna grab you what do you do? Matt, do you still have that torch? They're grabbing me or everyone? They're attempting to grab Everyone is going to be grabbed. Wait, what did Jake find out about the tube? He didn't find anything out. <laughs> instead, he, like, fingered the tube enough where <laughs> instead it angered the skeletons. You didn't do a good enough job, buddy. Because so I'm so short, can I just, like, be sprinting past all of this moronic nonsense? Here's, here's the issue. You can absolutely be evading this stuff, but evading it to where? Because if you want to sprint to something, what are you sprinting to? Otherwise, are you just staying in this room, evading it for now? There's no exit in the room? I mean, there's, that, there's that tube, baby. So you're going to dive into the tube? I'm imagining like a slide... Yeah, so you can jump into this tube. Awesome. So go ahead and roll um, <laughs> Defy Danger plus Dexterity. Or even Strength, either one. I got a 10. I'm going into the tube. All right, so these skeletons are like, Moo, and they go to reach towards Herzl, and he's like, and he leaps <laughs> into the tube, and he's like a, like a greased-up Scotsman, and he just slides away. I All follow right. through. Um, I'm going to go counterclockwise from my vision. Brandon, Jessica, what's, what's Brandon doing in this situation? These crazy stone skeletons are trying to grab, grab you. Well, I have no weapons to fight the stone skeletons, and I don't seem to have another option but to jump in the tube as well. <laughs> well, you have, you have like your spear and your whatever, but yeah. But stone. My spear yeah. and my bows aren't going to break the stone that's i mean you can try i think you probably could but riddle you got a good point dive in the tube <laughs> dive in the tube all right so go ahead same deal okay. so a strength or more likely a dexterity roll i got seven <laughs> seven okay so you do manage to get in but there's an issue so on a seven and nine, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Okay. Um, so you are able to jump into this tube, but Frederico the owl is going to get hurt pretty bad. Uh, no! <laughs> yeah. So you like 
this thing like reaches out for you and Frederico like gets swatted in the process. And I think, um, yeah, I think it at least can't, until it's healed, can't give you its bonuses. <laughs> so that's the mechanical thing. The important human thing is no, sweet owl baby, you've been hurt. Exactly. And he's like, and it's like, who? who? <laughs> and you're like, no! Yeah, so there's that scene. Anyway, <coughs> fuck. Bard Bard, what's your deal? Um, I think I'm gonna try to fight it. I have a rapier. You're like, I'll fight these I'll fight these statue monsters. They're much smaller than the last ones. I built my car. That's true. I sang. Alright, go for it. So yeah, so you're gonna be like, I'll fight these motherfuckers. So I'm gonna do something a little different. So I'm also gonna do my arcane art when I fight it, so I also get plus one D4 forward to damage. So well when you weave a performance into a basic spell. Um, you decide what you want to do, and then you roll plus charisma. Yes. So go ahead and roll plus charisma. All right. Do I? I also have to roll my my d6 for my damage, my base damage as well, right? Well, you'll you'll have to do that later. So let's let's have you roll this thing Down. to help yourself in the future. So Down. roll plus charisma. Two d6 plus charisma. Four and three. I'm t- this this website must be broken. So that's that's a seven. That still plus succeeds. So on a seven nine, your spell still works. Yeah. But you draw unwanted attention. So. Um, uh, Herzl and Brandon's have like Herzl and Brandon have left, and mm-hmm. so several of the creatures that were looking after them, as you start to like sing a dope song about how awesome you are and how awesomely you defeated these statues, all the other statues are like this guy, and they go towards you. All right, so I gotta so now it. go ahead and roll your attack. All right, so I roll the attack, so that's 2d6. Strength, or actually, are you as a bard using your? You have a rapier, you said. Yeah. Oh, so you get to use uh, dexterity if you'd prefer to do that. Yeah, that works. I'll do dexterity. So I'm gonna use. So I rolled. I rolled one d6 or two d6. Two d6 plus your dexterity bonus. I got a five and a three, and then I had to roll a d4 to forward damage, right? Well, that's for damage. So this is just that you got a five and a three okay. plus your dexterity bonus. Okay. So just eight. So you got an eight. Okay. So cool. So you're going to do damage to it and it's going to do damage to you. Okay. Go ahead. So now I roll the damage, right? Yeah. So your damage is as a, hard, a D6. Not, D6. Not a ton. So one, I got a four and then I roll, then I do the D4, right? Yes. And a two, so six damage. All right, so yeah, so you do six damage to this thing. Um, the issue is, it is a statue. Motherfucker. So, like, you're like, you bash into it, but it is like this big, it, it is this stone thing, so it kind of shrugs that off pretty much, and it just basically punches you. Um, go, ahead roll, go ahead and roll a d8. I'm fucking naked. There's a bug on my computer. There we go. We handle that, people. Three. All right, so you take eight damage. So it's a D8 plus a plus five. So you take eight damage minus whatever your armor is, which you, given that you're nude is Dude, not... naked and afraid. Yeah, so you're naked, you're naked and now wounded. So yeah, it just punches you or just swats you out of the way as you gash at it. All right. 
still a lot of people. Like. Slim, what's your game plan? Okay, so there's still statues, so it doesn't seem like I could use flames. I mean, like, would have to use the old... You think? I love how Slim and Barbard are going off. These their characters own. suck. <laughs> suck. Being bad. Useless. Now they choose to switch it up. So, wait, so you about to say something about my flames? Uh, I'm sorry, say that again? You were about to say something about my flames. It probably could do something. It did damage to the giant statue earlier. Okay. Um. So Matt left Herzl. So there's no Herzl point. and Brandon left. Yeah. There's no flames. The tubes. So there's no flames. I think. Okay. I'm going to do. So this thing also has no mind, correct? It's a construct, so it's not like it's not a thing that you can talk out of attacking you. All right, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to dip. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to slither my way down the tube. I didn't see much way out of it. You're gonna try to leap out of the way and go towards it. Yep. Sure. Sounds sounds good. Um, yeah, you're in a you're in a rough situation. Yeah, go ahead. I have nine. A nine. Okay, so um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this thing bashes you a bit. Can you go ahead and roll 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 two d eight and tell me what the lower one is? Okay, I got a seven and a one. All right, so it does six damage to you. All right. Thank God we did not take damage before. I just got grabbed. Yeah, so it whack, one of these things whacks at you, like, trying to grab you as you're, like, oh, oh, it's shimmying into this tube. All right, last but not least, Dr. Pilkus Goldstein. Um, these creatures have come to life, and they're now all looming down on you, or... Certainly a lot of the nine of them are, or a lot of the eight of them are. I mean, I gotta be right in that tube. I was just fondling it. You were fondling the tube, so do you want to try to fight these things or jump into the tube? No, I'm in the tube, baby. All right, go ahead and roll Defy Danger. And I think this is going to be pretty rough. I'm, I'm already in there, man. I'm fondling. You're, well, hey, listen, that if we all know what's going on, just because you're fondling doesn't mean you're in there. What, what do I roll again? 2d6 here? Yes, 2d6 plus... Um, and you're, it sounds like a dexterity roll. Well, I rolled a 9 plus my dexterity, which is a plus 1, so a 10. Pretty good. Okay, so... These things grab at you. Go ahead and roll two d eight. Only because only because they had been like surrounding you to begin with. I'll give you some of this around. I rolled a five and a three. All right. So go ahead and take eight damage. So your uh, your, arm, your armor does block it. Go ahead and take eight so damage. Six. All right. As one of these things like bashes at you with its arms. And you guys are able to scurry through this tube. 
All right. So you guys scurry along this tube and like push in and you can kind of hear these things slowly, maybe trying to follow you, but you're able to crawl through this tube. That's maybe only like a yard in diameter and you're able to crawl through this thing and it's pretty tough and you're able to get to, um, it spits you out into this sphere like the spherical room. First a cube, now a sphere. I know. Crazy. Austin loves, Austin yeah. loves geometry. Yeah. Um, uh, that has, excuse me, eight other tubes, eight other holes that you assume are other tubes that feed into it. Eight holes, huh? Yeah, exactly. And um, you guys kind of flop into this thing, and it just seems like at first that you're in this massive porcelain chamber. It's like white and it's, but it's bright. Like once you got into the thing, like it's glowing bright white and you're in there and uh, it's pretty weird. Like it doesn't seem to fit the rest of the description for where you guys were going. Um, it doesn't seem to fit like how a building would be constructed. Like, why is there this big room that's just a porcelain spheroid room that has nine tubes that lead into it? And that's when you hear a voice. And uh, especially to Dr. Pocus Goldstein, this voice seems somewhat familiar where you hear like, Oh, yes, yes. yes. Hello. And, um in the middle of this room seems to emerge this uh, like almost genie like especially if you saw like like imagine Jafar at the end of uh, Aladdin where he's like I'm a genie like you see it like kind of emerge and uh, it's this kind of like dark gray looking creature and um, it would be played by Tim Curry but like a super horny Tim Curry from like the 80s or not like early 80s or late 80s or early 90s and he's like, yes, yes. Hello. hello, you've you've, you've, disturbed, you've disturbed my, my slumber, slumber after so long. And I think it's like a big floating smoky creature that uh, has like a big barrel chest that you're like, that could maybe be pecs or maybe be breasts, but there's no nipples. Uh, like kind of a thing, and it's like yes. yes. Oh, hello. Jake, are you gonna smash it with your hammer? Ask him. <laughs> wait, wait. Who's the most Is intelligent it... one here? Maybe we could talk to it. I'm really dumb in this game. Strangely, possibly I me. I have a thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I have a plus one intelligence too. But do you have any abilities that we could like learn about it? Nope. Shit. Where is this guy? He's just floating around. How big is he? Um, I feel like this deal was like, a really small. Like, guy. Yeah, he's he's really small. He's he's six and a half inches tall. Now the um, <laughs> so the diameter of this room is pretty big. Like you guys have walked in the diameter from like the base of the sphere to the top of the sphere is maybe that's how diameters work. Again, geometry, um, is maybe sixty feet. And you guys are in here. No, it's maybe bigger than that. It's maybe 80 feet. So it's pretty huge. And this thing is floating in the center and looking down at you. And um, it seems to be made out of like like smoke, but maybe smoke that has like a lot of liquid, Icor-esque qualities. 
Okay. But it's got no I nipples. Think this is the time. It has no nipples. hundred percent zero nipples. It must have a, a mind. This thing does probably have a mind, and it's like, oh yes, yes. Slim, Slim, my emulator friend, you wonder if I have a mind. Tell me more. Can I tempt him? Can you tempt me? Oh, the tempter. tempter. Being tempted? Wild. Blow into his tubes. Blow into my tubes. Go ahead. (laughs) I would love to roll on this and have him tell me the right tube to go down. Oh my! You're not trying. To, well, uh, fuck yeah. Go ahead and. I'm sorry. Go ahead and roll your shit. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so I get. Uh, oh, hold on. Here's here's the problem. That move says you're tempting a weak mind. You I try would... to do this, and that does not work. <laughs> and here's the problem. This is not a weak mind, my friend. Dearest Joey, dearest Joseph, this mind be not weak. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Smash one of the tubes. <laughs> no, do you just bash one of the tubes? Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh no, you no, bashed no, my, my tube. tube. <laughs> oh, 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 terrible. terrible. <laughs> Only merely, merely an merely altar an upon altar which they used to they pray to me, pray but, but it's been so, it's quiet, been so quiet to smash to them. Smash it means it nothing. Means <laughs> So I have uh, another idea. Yes, yeah, Slim, go for it. Can I possibly conjure the flame of Matt's torch <laughs> and blow the smoke away to maybe reveal a physical being of this creature? Um. So you're what you're suggesting is like attacking this thing. That sounds yeah, yeah. awesome. Here's my suggesting Ma- suggestion. Matt has a torch, and you're like, "Sha, Zuko Firebender!" And you shoot it up towards this thing, and it just lights it up, and it just even looks cooler. Where it's like, "Oh my, oh god. my god!" And it just, god. it just looks awesome. Imagine like a sexy model who you're like, "Oh, you're a sexy model. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna spray you down with water. That'll make you look less sexy." And it's like. Wait. Oops. Can uh, I never saw a fire calendar? Oh yes. Go ahead and ask a question. What? What's his deal? What's your deal, guy? Oh me? Uh, Me? Me? I am a whore. Yes. Perhaps you've heard of me. (laughs) Um. So now that we know who it is, and clearly it was known information, right? Well, now you know it, yes. Well, we've known we know that there was a god of death, right? That's true, you know, did. That's known. That's grand histories of the known world, if you ask me. Sure. Um, I would like to know what Jorge wants from us. Oh, that's that's easy. A hundred percent, Bard Bard. Um, Jorge is the god of death. Uh, I'm sorry, not Jorge. Jorge is the god of death, and obviously, Jorge. What it wants is a death. All right. We'll give it one. A human death? This is a death. It just is a death. Jess, I think it's time to say goodbye to your pet. (laughs) No. I tell this guy that we'll sacrifice this owl to him (laughs) if he he lets us out of here. Maybe we'll bait him with the owl. And maybe he doesn't have to die. I already told him. Oh, 
Yeah. So hold on. Are you trying to uh, parlay, uh, parlay, Doctor Hutzelkordling, parlay with the, the God of Death? <laughs> you mean Pilchus? I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry, Doctor Pilchus Goldstein. Are you trying to parlay with the God of Death? Yes. Go for Thank it. <laughs> what do I? What do I do? Roll two d sixes. Two d six plus charisma. Your charisma bonus. I don't think it's fair that. I don't have a choice in this. What's my charisma bonus? I don't know. What is your charisma? What's a better idea, Jeff? Oh shit! I don't have a charisma bonus. It's minus one. Dude. I only. No, it's not. That's no, you lost charisma because you got burned on your face. Oh, fuck a six! Damn I wrote it. it! Down for you. Minus one. A six. This being is like. Oh yes, Doctor Pilkus Goldstein. Yes, and it like um, it um kind of like holds Dr. Pilkus Goldstein up and um, there's like this like swirling black smoke slash goop and um, you guys can't see anything for a while and like even the, the, the flame of the fire goes out and um, you're just like what the fuck where are we and you just you're like <laughs> you see this tunnel as you as you're hearing that noise, and if you guys move towards that tunnel, um, on the other side, you see this idyllic village. It's beautiful. It's green. There's the sunlight coming off in the distance that you can see. You haven't casting itself in, and you see all these beautiful people. You notice a few things. One, all these beautiful people are small, incredibly small, like four inches tall. And it's just Bard Bard the Bard, Brandon the Rager, Ranger, and Frederico the Owl, Herzl Quarterling the Halfling, and Slim the Immolator. Dr. Pocus Goldstein is not there. Thanks for joining us today on This American Dice for another exciting Cousins edition of Dungeon World. This game included the talented vocal work of Matthew as Herzl Quarterling, Jake as Dr. Pilkus Goldstein, Jess as Brandon the Ranger and Frederico the Owl, Joey as Slim the Immolator Salamander, and Vinny as Bard Bard the Bard. Austin was your Dungeon Master. Dungeon World is a game by Adam Cobalt and Sage Latora, if I'm saying those names correctly. Be sure to catch us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. Alright, everybody's character starts shitting. Um, but it comes out like fettuccine Alfredo. It's white, and it's rectangular, and it's long. It's Ma- It's just Madeline. It's just fucking Madeline. Look at his style. Oh, Madeline. Thank God it's only Madeline.